lead, inspire, motivate, and empower. Welcome to Lead with DX, your guide to digital transformation in a complex world. Here are your hosts, Lars Jeppesen and Wasantha Wirakuni, the founders of TechOne Global and Enadoc. All right. So, uh, hello, Vasanta. Hi, Lars. How are you? Good. You should uh, see my setup here today. It's quite interesting. It's really like a classical uh, work-from-home kind of situation. Uh, there's a construction around my house, so I'm now in sitting on a beatbox, which I had to put halfway down to get the right height to the microphone, which is on my side table in my bedroom. I'm sure you're using your that expensive road microphone you know, i can hear you well <laughs> yeah yeah maybe maybe uh, it's good that it's a podcast and not a you know uh what's it called uh, a, a, a live streaming video you know like those uh, uh controversial guys uh, they are all on camera as well as uh, they are on uh, microphone for us we can just stay on the microphone i think so at least okay yeah. all right yes, so uh, what are we talking about today uh you were the one who was suggesting. So, this, uh, all the jargon about digital transformation, right? Ah, okay, no. Yeah, so basically, we are talking about the three Ds of uh, digital transformation. And um, what do we start with? Uh, I think uh, fixing the past, maybe. Yeah, so we start with the digitization. And then we go into digitalization, and then we go into the final digital transformation, right? Yes, of, of, of course. Yeah. So, uh, I'm back to the Stone Age. There's some stones with some, uh, uh, you know, scripts on it. Can we fix that? Last, you know, so most of the people also uh, who are still uh, on paper. Oh, and yeah, okay. So we are not going to uh, capture the hieroglyphs and the runes and those things, but we are going fast forward to the paper age. At least. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. so paper age is kind of uh, the first industrial revolution, isn't it? Yeah, the Chinese invented it many thousand years back. Chinese invent mm. a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, mm. but uh, there's not much technology around uh, for so many years, but uh, for some reason people love paper, right? Yeah, I mean... Do you like to have your land documents and other things, you know, digital? Uh, yes, I prefer actually. Yeah, I uh, prefer because you know, I I I think that we have a lot of challenges with paper, and uh, it's interesting because probably already, you know, if there was uh, five people listening to this podcast, probably already four of them turned it off uh, because <laughs> they said these guys are going to talk on paper, and if there's a yeah. hundred, maybe we still have five left or something. But but yeah. the the issue is that around us in our day to day environment, we are very comfortable with the paper. Maybe you can turn off your notifications so you don't get disturbed. Yes, sorry, sorry for that. You know, even though we talk about the Stone Age, you know, we are still <laughs> living in you know today's world. Yeah. And uh, so, 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 uh, so, so, I think, I think the bigger challenge we have is that while we recognize that you know digital age is here and we all uh, use technology every day, uh, many of our day-to-day -day, uh, private and business processes are still very 
paper driven and even if they are digital they originally from from paper but as long as they are on paper the challenge is you can really not move to the next step right absolutely so so it's it's more psychological right this paper thing you know it's um, uh, isn't it psychological uh, you know we can touch and feel that's why people like it because uh, is that the reason no i i, I 100% agree with you that we can't move forward but why people are not moving forward No, I think I think uh, first of all, uh, if you enter into any organization today, uh, probably um, as a as a new manager, a new leader, as a new employee, you have a vision of things you want to uh, change and progress. And uh, uh, as we talked about earlier, if you start to talk about the paper, then uh, you know uh, already so many people left the room. They are not interested in that. It's legacy. It's past. It's done. It's finished. Let's move on from there. But the reality is that an organization are uh, living in today's environment in a very hybrid kind of uh, setup. If if you think about a typical uh, business function today, uh, we have information which is online. Uh, it uh, you know if you look at finance, for example, we might receive a purchase order by email. We might receive a purchase order with an with an attachment of a scanned purchase order. So somebody has printed a purchase order somewhere, scanned it and attached it to the email. And other places, it might be, you know, output from a system. So there's a system that generate a PDF, but the PDF still emulate kind of the 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 look and to a certain extent feel of paper, right? So it looks like a paper purchase order. So now we start a process in our company based on that. Once we we, we start that process, we might be able to complete that process internally without printing this uh, purchase order and uh, entirely do it inside but once we want to send an invoice to our client uh, are we able to send the invoice the same way if we're able to send the same way that's fine now we are delivering the product what happens to the delivery node and what happens then to all of these components together if they're all digital they're all in pdf that's great because you do not have to scan it you can simply upload the, that into a document management system, right? Enterprise content management system doesn't care if you scanned it or somebody else scanned it or it was generated electronically. But but if one of these parts of information is is paper-based, then what do you do with it? Yes. And, and, and uh, you know, the first part of when you're talking, you know, it was a nice dream, Lars. So no, if, uh, I think it's 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 not just a dream i mean we see that maybe in uh, in in uh, some countries uh, uh you know in asia we have that position and i, I mean it also depends uh, we, we for example in our bank we do all our bank transactions uh, you using their uh, bank uh, banking software but then from time to time we need to do something that is not in the software then we need to fill a document and sign it and give it to them And during the pandemic, when we are all at home, they totally agreed that we send this document to them uh, by email. So that means we can scan the document, we can create the document, we can sign it and send the signed copy to them. But now suddenly we are out of the pandemic, more or less. Now they want us to go back and sign those documents in in person. So so in the in the need, we were able to transform, but now we go back to the old way because meanwhile nobody put the effort to align the regulations with the requirement but uh, you know last the first the digitization you are talking about right you know so so in this um, 
I think most of the countries have put the regulations in place, but we uh, we didn't adapt it. You know, that's that's what I felt. You know, many countries have uh, uh, kind of evidence act. Uh, in place and those evidence acts uh, accept digitally transform uh, artifacts so d digitized information but if the process of digitization is clean so that means you know you have reproduced something uh, per, you know uh, something exactly what you have in the physical is in in, in the digital format so i think that is the uh, the interesting uh, conversation so so it's it's the organization that and is the behind and the process yes no i mean the process is dictated by the organization what yes. you're saying is that uh, most of the countries where where we know and we operate there is a framework there is a legal framework actually that you could digitize your process entirely absolutely absolutely but people don't do it because they don't trust it or they don't uh, like it or they I, think it's better or what why, why do you think that is I I think it's a it's a multiple aspects for that. You know, one is uh, they're scared, uh, even though there's uh, the uh, legislation or the process. Yeah, yeah. In like place, somebody yeah. said, you never got uh, never any CIO got fired for buying IBM, right? That was Absolutely. in the old days, right? <laughs> Now nobody will get fired for buying Microsoft. But but if you if you if you uh, change that process to a digital process and you end up in court with something. And that lawyer or that judge might not like exactly what you're doing. Then suddenly, you know, you are the one who took the risk. Absolutely. So I think that's one aspect. The second aspect is um, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the people think still uh, that's not a priority to digitize. So we can survive without uh, digitizing until we hit the pandemic. I think that was more or less it's in the filing cabinet. So why don't you go and pick it up from there? So, mm. so well, in my in my very early days of uh, you know uh, of of uh, getting into this industry, I remember you know I was in those days I was working with a client in uh, in that was back in Denmark, and in those days, of course, it was uh, it was not really digital yet, but it was uh, you know things got uh, scanned or they got microfilmed, and um, I asked one client, uh, so so uh, maybe was a bit reversed maybe he should have have asked me but i asked him how can you justify the solution that you ha have shown him me, me now you you have a you have a fully uh digitized organization how how did you how did you uh, sell that investment to the 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 company's uh, uh, stakeholders to the shareholders to the management how did you sell the idea of of uh, of uh, of uh, transforming this department into a digital department, into everything is digital. He said, you know what? Um, I went out and I stood one day. Uh, I had to go downstairs for something and I went into the lift and there's two people getting off at into my floor and getting off at the next floor, which is the filing room. And then, uh, the, actually, it's not a room, right? It's a floor for, for enterprises, big organizations. They have not just a filing cabinet. They have hundreds of them or thousands of them. And then I did whatever I had to do. And when I came back, when I when I got to the third floor, another two people came in. And uh, when I get off on my floor, those two people get out and there's people waiting there to go down to the filing room. So 
I realized that in, in, in our organization, we probably have around three, four people who spend, I mean, in, if you, three, four people in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of number of employees who spend the entire day waiting for the lift, being in the lift and getting out of the lift downstairs and getting back up. So, so we have three, four people that doesn't do anything but just live in the lift. I mean, of course, these are maybe a hundred people that spend a little bit of time every day, but the amount of time that is wasted in our organization of going to the filing room, for example, and getting up here. So that, that was how they justified it in those days. We are not even talking about, so what if you had to work from home or if you had to access the information in a different office? There was a, there was a plain kind of return on investment just by being able to get stuff to yourself faster. So I remember it was like 30 to 70% of the time uh, employees are spending looking for documents or looking for something rather than making decisions. You know, those statistics, you know, since you have been, uh, you know, we have been in this industry for so long. I think uh, these were the kind of statistics. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, those days uh, uh, people were publishing. Was it in Data Pro? Or I, I remember something uh, some, like that. Yeah, that something was some, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, but but of course now it's different. So, so uh, um the the life cycle of a document basically means that you need the document within the first few days only and most of the time you don't really need it long term but then we are also looking at other aspects right we we are we, we're looking at the backup the 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 security of the document the information basically information management uh, compliance and and uh, how 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 are you ensuring that information in your organization is is intact in any case, so I think that's another part of it. But yeah. but but most yeah, but, of uh, the, you know, yeah. But uh, the other thing is, you know, are we going to talk about the first day, whole day, or are we going to? No, no, know? I'm already. I was already going to the next, okay. because I think the the main issue that you're looking at is that digital transformation is really about, uh, you know, being able to deliver services uh, to your clients, to your employees. Uh, in a much better way. And if you are not uh, uh, digitally transformed, you, you basically uh, have a, a, a something that is slowing you down, right? Convenience, efficiency. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we talked last week, we talked or last uh, two weeks back, we talked about the of, of the HR function, right? The yeah. people and culture function as we talk, today, talk about it. I mean, for, for, for an organization's people and culture function to be depending on uh, uh, the systems is is a natural thing. They 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 and and for finance department the same thing. Uh, you know they 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 their work evolve around the systems that they have. So they have to be able to deliver what is important for the company. And it is important for the company today to be able to attract people, recruit people, maintain people more than the accounting part of it. So so actually we need to offload those responsibilities as much as possible automate them, make them easier to do so we can focus on the real thing. I think we probably talked to great length about that last time, but that's really the the the, the, the point of the second D, right? You want to uh, uh, get on with your digital transformation. Absolutely, absolutely. So so the digi so digitalization, the second pillar you've been talking about. So do you think uh, uh, every artifact, everything in the business process has to be digitized uh, for you to uh, go for, uh, you know, to complete digitalization. Can you just neglect something? You can neglect anything you want, but it's not going to uh, help you, right? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, that information exists because uh, 
because of a certain process and and you don't know what you will need tomorrow so so yes you can ignore it uh, uh, i mean uh, we learn something in the pandemic right the smaller things becoming more uh be, be become the showstoppers for many of the people because we have line of business systems you know like erp or finance systems uh, human resource or we can say people's management solutions you know and vertical business solutions but what what matters uh, uh was that the connection between these tools you know this this number of systems and uh, the actual uh, actual knowledge what is required for people to make decisions and this is what was missing for many organizations to survive right last few uh, last two years i think uh, uh, many people learned that so mm. the digitalization requires all the all the all the artifacts to be digitalized right and, and yes. because yeah so anyway so what is the last one that's a digital transformation right that that is the the fourth uh, industrial revolution where we talk about being able to uh, deliver services uh, in a digital way because the consumer the employee are uh, uh, looking for the convenience of being able to do transactions uh, by themselves online when they want to do it not when you are open or when you can do it like for example I, I might call my bank at 10 o'clock in the evening because that's the time it's convenient for me. But uh, when I call the call center, if they don't have access to my information, then they cannot help me much, right? Uh, so, uh, by, by mistake, yesterday when I was going through some of our podcasts, I, 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 I listened to one of the podcasts that we have done and where we talked about, you know, what is the benefit of calling a call center or calling your bank manager or whoever you call in the bank? If they cannot do anything that you could not do yourself on online banking, right? It's just a different channel providing the same kind of service. So you need to be able to provide more services that people can do more themselves. So the people you call, when you call them, they could get engaged with things that are more difficult. So you're talking about this horizontal integration, right? Mm. And then uh, uh, the first two stages, digitization and digitalization are kind of, finite uh, or, or there is a step but i think digital transformation is a continuous thing right you know it, it may not have a end so uh, uh, isn't that is it true or you think uh, digital digital transformation also has a has a finite end to it because digitization once you once you take all your uh, physical artifacts when you digitize it then it's over right and then you can if you're creating everything digital then uh, uh, now the digitization process is over and using those digital artifacts sharing them effectively and uh, moving them through uh, processes so you can improve the efficiency of organization through digitalization but the digital transformation what you said you know the you know uh, providing uh, a perimeter digitization that means you know letting your customers be able to talk to you digitally and you'll be able to with multiple channels uh, so that 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 will not end isn't it 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 keeps on uh, enhancing and it's a something it, it becomes a lifestyle for organization isn't it it i mean it's not only a lifestyle it's a survival yeah uh, because if you don't transform your organization, other companies will transform, right? I mean, we we are seeing every day that uh, when we are when we are consumers ourselves, we see ourselves the gaps in other organizations, and we think, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? That would have been easier for them and easier for me. 
but our own organizations also need to take those uh, kind of reverse uh, look, right? We need to uh, put a, a mirror in front of us and look at ourselves and say, okay, what are we doing to improve our uh, uh, our offering? So at the end of the day, it's about using the technology to create a better product. And, and uh, even though you're creating a product that might not be, uh, 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 you know, a digital product, the service around it can be very digital. And and that has to be seamless. Yesterday, I was wa watching one of those uh, uh, TV shows where, you know, the uh, 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 entrepreneurs are presenting some ideas to some investors who scrutinize the ideas. And uh, these uh, two young guys, they have started a business which is about sharpening knives. So uh, uh, when, when uh, our uh, grandparents were young, there used to be this, uh, 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 what we call a vagabond, you know, a person who lives uh, walking from house to house and doing small chores. And and sometimes we will need uh, sharpening now knives. And, and the, the story is you put a mark outside your house to say, okay, I need a sharpening of knives. And they will knock on your door, say, okay, I'm the one. And then they did it. And, and now we live in a culture where we buy a knife and after it doesn't work anymore, we throw it away and buy a new one. So, so they came up with this business idea, and and they have uh, a, a, a few hundred points where they provide the service by people going out, almost like a Grab or Uber kind of thing. You are independent contractor for them, and then you book via an app. Um, but uh, the investors are looking for more than that. They're looking for you know, uh, why should I have somebody come to my house? Why I cannot send my knives to you? Why don't you have a mail-in service and things like this? So. So services are always evolving. And even though the service of sharpening a knife is something we have done ever since we invented knives, right? Uh, uh, that can still be a digital service that you can provide today. So so uh, if, you, if you are going to be sharpening your knives, probably you need to sharpen your knife on a regular basis. So you need to subscribe to that. So are you introducing a subscription service? What about commercial clients who need to have their knives sharpened every month? They should not wait for the sharp for the knife not to be sharp before somebody comes and sharpens. So so suddenly that simple, simple, ancient uh, craft of sharpening a knife has become a technology service. So basically, we are a technology services company providing knife sharpening. Absolutely. That's and a that's, very a, nice story. that's a true story. I mean, it's not something I just came up with. It's almost to the level of, you say, did you just come up with that? No, it was actually there. I was just about to ask you, you know, whether you came up with this story. <laughs> no, it was not. So, you know, I can even show you. It was in the Danish TV, so you'll not understand anything, but you'll see these guys. And yeah. and it's amazing, actually, how many of the ideas are being presented in these kind of forums where you say, yeah, that's a great idea, but how is that digital? How can you make it digital? Because that's where the the magic happens, right? I mean... Yeah. So, so, so if you give it a little bit of thought, I, any process can be transform into digital right you know there can be a digital front end to that that's yes. what you're saying yeah yeah and 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 uh, the services around it meaning that that uh, uh, that uh, uh, you know at the end of the day changing oil on a car is not digital right 
Yes. But but scheduling it, uh, reminding about it, paying for that service uh, is all uh, digital, right? It doesn't yeah, have to be that you wait for the lamp to come on and then you go and say, let me fix it. It can be predicted. It can be uh, uh, maintained. And, and that's why you see, for example, companies like uh, Rolls-Royce and General Electric on their uh, uh, aircraft engines, they are not selling them anymore. They are leasing them based on consumption. Uh, you know, the more you fly, the more you pay. And 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 those models, because you have so much technology inside that can measure everything, that you know when they need to be replaced, when they need to be fixed, when they need to be uh, uh, serviced. So so uh, as as big industries are doing this, smaller industries will do it as well. So that is correct. It never ends. We can always grab something we are doing right now and look at how can we improve this digitally. So, so pay for what you consume, pay for what you use. You know, so, so I think this is, uh, uh, you know, to do this, you know, you need to be very efficient, right? You know, you need to, uh, you know, if you are if you are going to charge your customers, just for only for the consumption, uh, that means you need to um, uh, uh, manage it very well. Uh, so, so is this this is this is the future of how people will pay for what you get, right? Yes, and and uh, yeah, I think I think with the digital transformation, uh, these are these things are becoming possible. And uh, I remember uh, you were talking about uh, you know how how to take any service and uh, you know transform that one to deliver digitally. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't mean that you know you are delivering actually the physical service uh, digitally, but you know things around that one to wrap it up. You know, so it becomes uh, very uh, user friendly and uh, people can uh, easily understand what's happening and you know they get informed about what's happening uh, and also maybe. Uh, uh, I, 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 it's very interesting to see. So, is that the same thing? Uh, is that the same thing that all these uh, big, uh, uh, you know, transformational companies who did for hotels to even uh, organizations like Uber did? Uh, I, I think they they wrapped it around, right? You know, so this is exactly uh, uh, what we are talking about. Yeah. Well, don't forget there was a time that you had to go to the cinema to watch a movie. And at that yeah. time, probably people were thinking, how could that ever become a digital service, right? Yeah. So, of course, technology changed over the years. And and, and uh, we might not have an opportunity in our industry, in our business today to take advantage of technology the same way as other companies have taken advantage. But mm. for sure, 100% sure that when technology becomes available, If you are not the one that take advantage of that, your competitors will. And then you are going to be the one who can close the business down if you don't transform. So so this constant change is becoming even more evident in the digital age because there are things happening every day that you think, how could that be, be digital? Well, they just did it, right? Yes. And, and, and you know, now we ourselves in this business, we create content now, right? We do uh, generate documents, merging documents, you know, so uh, nowadays uh, the documents are not actually take, uh, taken a papyrus and, you know, uh, handwritten. They're all initially created in the computer and maybe printed for the purpose of that the other person feel that, you know, they need to have it on, uh, you, know, you know, touch it or feel it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think we we are still very young in our uh, uh, use of uh, technology and devices compared to the 
hundreds or thousands of years that we have been using paper. So, uh, of course, uh, uh, like, for example, if you travel today, I, I have tried that myself, you know, imagine we're talking about I tried to travel. You know, two years ago, we were traveling all the time, but I traveled only once in these two years. And um, the experience of traveling from end to end during uh, uh, restrictions were... Uh, quite seamless, actually. And mm. and I did it completely digital in the sense that I did not print a single document. I did not print a, a single a PCR test or a vaccination card or anything. I had everything on my phone. And it, it worked uh, uh, well, but I could see that the people who showed up, you know, to the uh, checkpoint in the airport and whatever with the papers, they moved faster. I almost, right? <laughs> I, I almost, I thought you know you were talking, going to talk about virtual tour like a meta no, no, or something. No, you know? no, no. <laughs> What I mean is that uh, you know <laughs> they moved faster because they had a printout of this document. And what what happened was that these authorities they actually wanted to keep a copy of these documents, so they could just you know take they took a phone out and took a picture of that document. Yeah. So, so they could keep it, uh, but but for me, I had it on my phone. It became more complicated to take a picture of my phone. So th there was never anything said in the process that they needed a copy of that, right? Uh, but uh, uh, so so, so <laughs> it's just it's, in it's case. Like, it's <laughs> like we, yeah, just in case. It's like we go there two step forward and then anyway, we take at least one step back. Maybe not two step, but at least one step back, right? So uh, so the the travel industry you can think of is. Uh, Well, now you said virtual tour. I, I, I know there are people. I, I, I saw one, uh, one uh, article the other day about this. Uh, how are we going to do conferences in the metaverse? And uh, how are we going to watch movies in the metaverse? And and uh, uh, this uh, uh, article, the, the 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 journalist he wrote that he had attended a cinema, uh, a showing of a movie. In, in in a metaverse kind of situation. That means that he is one of the avatars sitting around other avatars inside a cinema and, and he could kind of see who were there. And he said it was as as good as going to uh, the the movies. I would say that's beep. That is that is uh, BS. You know, you uh, I'm, I, I don't think that you can you can you can you can say that something that is de de delivered entirely digital can be the same experience. If you go to a concert, for example, and see the live performer, and you're standing with other people enjoying that, uh, you hear, you see, you smell, you feel. It's a complete different experience than if you're sitting at home watching a concert, right? Uh, uh, and of course, you go to the theater; it's different than watching a movie. So every kind of uh, uh, every kind of uh, experience, if we'll take it, I will use that term experience because uh, eating out versus eating at home, going to a concert with watching it on TV or on the big screen, uh, uh, driving in your car versus uh, or, or flying versus using you know fly simulator, every single experience would 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 be different, and most of them would be better in real life, right? I mean, No, I, I mean, but definitely, uh, you know, uh, we are in a world where 
we are we are at least having that feel in between when 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 uh, when you think about uh the first time we traveled you know i remember one of my uh, early days of traveling alone i went with a couple of friends on a extended uh, uh, uh skiing trip to norway and uh, we actually camped and uh, hiked by but by, by ski and uh, in the middle of norway in minus 20 degrees and i was 18 years old and the two other guys were also like 18 19 years old something in this age and from my parents they dropped me off at the at the uh, uh, the ship there's a boat going from copenhagen to oslo until three weeks later when they picked me up they had not heard one single word from me They don't know if I'm dead or alive or anything like this, right? Today, if we have not texted them or messaged them or called them or FaceTimed them, as soon as I was on the boat going to Norway, uh, you know, people got panic, right? But of course, you could also have shared that experience when you're up there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I don't know if we if we can if we can push this uh, uh, much further, Vasanta. I think we had a good uh, uh, talk about this topic, and and I think I think the the actually kind of evident what you said, right? Digital digitization, there's a start and a stop, right? So we started and stopped, right? And then digitalization, there's a start and a stop. But digital transformation, you can just go on and on, and and it kind of is is with a talk as well. You can keep on talking about this topic. But it's very interesting what you can actually do with technology and what you cannot do, where the opportunities are and where are the limitations. And of course, the limitations, the boundaries are pushing all the time. Every single time somebody come up with a new uh, you know, technology or new solution, the boundaries of what you can do with technology is changing. Yes, absolutely. So I think this is a good point to stop for today every business is a digital business you are a digital business providing sharpening of knife for example okay thank you and i uh, just want to apologize to everybody for maybe the sound quality i just want to make you aware that we are not a, in a podcasting studio vasanta is sitting in his house in sri lanka I'm in my house in Philippines. Actually, I'm in my bedroom because there's some construction going on. And uh, I hope it was worthwhile to listen to us for this uh, day. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Vasanta. And uh, talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Check out. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast. And be sure to subscribe to get the latest updates. Let's talk again soon.